0: Hi, my name is Heidi Phillips, and you're listening to The Aging Athlete. We'll be discussing topics related to aging well and living an active life. Many times we'll have interviews with medical professionals, athletes, and other experts in the aging journey. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this episode. Well, hello, and welcome back to The Aging Athlete. Um, So happy that we have with us today, Joy, Brett, Cheryl. And um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today, Joy.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Oh, I'm so excited since we've, we've met for lunch a number of times now. And I know a little bit about your story, so I can't wait for you to share it with our listeners. But I'm going to share a little bit of your background information, and then we'll get started on the questions. Um, Joy is the founder of Enjoy. Enjoy Being Fit, a holistic health and wellness business dedicated to teaching stressed out professionals how to reclaim their lives. In 2016, she went on a quest for better overall life with a focus on her health and living in her purpose. She left a successful corporate treasury career of 24 plus years, went back to school for her yoga and holistic nutrition certifications, and now she helps stressed out professionals reframe their mindset manage their anxiety and pressures, invest in their overall health and well-being, take back their time, and to redefine their financial landscape. So thanks
1: again for being with us, Joy. Thank you. It's It's been a journey that um, I wouldn't change for anything.
0: That's awesome. And I want you to share your story with us. So um, please share with us you know, your story about basically leaving corporate America. And I love hearing what people, why people do what they do. So you left corporate America. Um, Can you share with us more why and how you made that transition and
1: became interested in yoga, mental health and healing? Sure. I'd love to. So um, as you talked about before, I was in corporate America for uh, just under um, 25 years and you know, a very, what society would say is a successful career in treasury. Had no idea when I started it, what it was exactly, but a very highly stressful job. So basically managing the corporate cash of an organization. And so answering to the CEO and CFO and just the pressures of all of that um, just became overwhelming. And during that time, I was... Going through a divorce, two children, um, one child with special needs, so just all of those life pressures that um, just really took a toll on me because I I was just at a place where I felt like I couldn't couldn't get any help or um, was afraid to ask for help, you know, that's, that's one of the things that we, we forget is important is that we, we aren't as women or individuals. Um, we're not superhuman, but yet, you know, we're brought up to believe that um, we have to do everything for everyone at all times and not think about ourselves. So I, I, In 2016, I can remember this day. I remember it all the time. I was looking outside the window of my office and I said, if this is all that there is to life, I'm not happy. I need to figure out what my purpose is. Why am I here? Because I'm not happy. I I don't know what joy is. I don't know what happy happiness is. I was just overwhelmed and I was tired, couldn't sleep. And I just, I just went on a journey, a a journey to discover who I was as a person, who I am as a person. And I discovered that through yoga and I'd always wanted to, uh, take yoga, but of course time. Oh, you know, like we always say, oh, I'll get around to it. I'll do it one day. Eventually. Well, that never happens for the majority of us, but literally it was one Sunday I got up. I went to a yoga class at the gym that I went to, which was literally like two miles from my house. And I can remember, have you ever been in a situation where you're literally standing still, and the rest of the world is continues to um, evolve around you. Well, that is exactly what happened to me in this moment. We were in downward facing dog, and I just remember the feeling, this calm feeling over me that I had never felt before. It was like, wow. I got to tell somebody about this because this is this this is what I was looking for, and it was at that point that I knew that this was my purpose to help other stressed out professionals, other people who can't figure out that life is worth living and that we can do so much more. And reduce our daily stress on something so simple. So that's that's part of the journey. Um, but we can get more into to the rest as we um, talk. Okay. Wow. I love that. What you
0: made me immediately think of was when you were in that downward facing dog and the rest of the world, you felt like was going, but you were right there. You were in the present moment. And I yes. think so many of us, as we get busy with the responsibilities of life, with the things that are expected of us, whether it's in from our job or as a, a parent or a spouse, we get so into what we're supposed to be doing, we sort of lose ourselves. And uh I think I went through that when I went through a divorce um a, a number of years ago. I can remember feeling that was the only time I can remember that feeling that here I am, I'm a mess and the rest of the world is carrying on. And I had to learn to just sit with myself and look at where I was and try to learn who I, who I am and what, Mm -hmm. you know, and what life was about for me um, because I hadn't really, yeah, we get so busy I think and stress just takes over and you lose yourself in that. Or at least that's what made me identify. I'm sure your story is, (laughs) <laughs> like you have other things to that, but that just made me feel like you were in the present moment and you, you found yourself in that present moment without, yeah without all of the rest of it. So that's, that's a beautiful story. So you're very passionate about health and people taking control of their own health because really who is, who else is going to do that? Um, so what are you doing to help people specifically?
1: So it all starts with three priority things, three three pillars. And it's mind, of course, changing how we think about our very existence, how we go through our day. You know, we I I tell a lot of my clients that we're very robotic in a lot of the things that we do. We don't stop and find that present moment like you mentioned previously. And We just become so ingrained with I get up in the morning and go to work. I come home. I get up in the morning. I go to work. I come home. And we don't stop and realize the importance of of change and doing things differently. It is mission critical that. We. Think outside of the box on a daily basis. So from a mind standpoint, it's reframing how we think about the day from um, from the aspect of the body, our physical body, especially dealing with nutrition and processed foods. And and our food supply actually changed back in um, the 1990s dramatically where GMOs were introduced into our food supply but I work with um, clients to really make that shift with the body for physical health in my own health I had issues with um, hypothyroid and so of course you know that has to do with metabolism and I had to literally retrain my body on how Um, to heal itself, to, to regain that um, well-being that I was looking for. So that was dealing with body and then the spirit, how we show up in the world and working with clients to really recognize when we're being reactionary instead of responding. It's very important that we, really look at how we show up are we showing up for ourselves are we showing up for other people so that's how i work with clients it's really it's really a process of of healing and it's mind body and spirit so those are the three areas that i truly focus on with clients to to um help them find their joy, which is another part of um, my business that I, I feel is so important is finding our joys within us.
0: And it's also your name. So that had to be hard when you found yourself in your previous story, you know, when you found yourself not having joy in your life and yet you're named Joy, that had to just be very difficult. I mean, I can't imagine.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. It actually was because back in the day, I, again, there's just so many pressures and, and, um, living in the mindset at the time of, oh, I had to have you know, the best designer clothes. I had to have the best car. I had to, um, have the best career, all of that external stuff that didn't make me happy, but then I have this name joy. And so it was like, okay, well you, you can't have the name joy and not be joyful. Right. So that, that was a struggle in itself. And I, I, I'm just thankful that I've been able to turn it around, but I really had to go inward to figure that out. And I think that's what a lot of people are afraid to do is look in the mirror and say, okay, you're not, you're not at your best and here's why. So that's where it's, it's something that we have to do if we If we expect to to grow and change in life and the world changes every second. So we have to figure out um, how to not exist, but live in a way that is going to empower us to be at our best for us and not for you know, our relationships or people around us before ourselves. We have to start with ourselves first.
0: Yeah. And I think it's so important that we, that we do that. And then we find when we start with ourselves, it does impact all of our relationships and I have to laugh. I have a leaf blower outside of my window here and (laughs) Seriously. Um, So hopefully it's not too terrible with
1: the sound. (laughs) Um, And you know what? That's, that's okay. Because guess what? Like I just said, life changes every second. So we're just going with the flow.
0: We're going to go with the flow. (laughs) You have to laugh it off Life and it's not perfect. (laughs) Far from it. So can you share with us, what have you noticed in your healing journey that you also see happening in your clients? Like where you recognize you know, as they go through their journey?
1: Mm, Wow. That's a great question. Um, I would say what I have recognized is that there, first of all, there's the, there's the struggle, right. Of, um, growing up to do exactly as we're told. And, um, Life is supposed to look like this and we have to follow this plan. But once we start with the mind and unraveling and peeling back all of those shoulds or ifs or um, all the demands that we put on ourselves and allow ourselves to breathe something so basic. But so powerful, it changes everything. And writing it down and getting it out of our heads is so important. I know I, you know everyone talks about. I don't. I don't know how to journal, and I don't know where to begin. If you can write a letter. That's journaling. (laughs) You know, something so simple as writing a letter, or if you've ever written a card or emailing, that's journaling too. If you are putting your thoughts onto paper, you are journaling. And you can navigate it so that you focus in on specific things that either frustrate you or make you happy. If it's something frustrating, then that's what we work on, get it out of our head. So that way it doesn't fester and create a a life or a feeling or emotion that overwhelms us and stops us from moving forward.
0: That is such a good point to get things out and get them written down the only time I'm really good at that is I've learned to keep a a notepad and a pen in my nightstand because I will inevitably think of things right before I fall asleep, the things I forgot to do, the things I need to remember. And it used to keep me awake. And then I read somewhere to write it down and have a pad and pen by your bedside, write it down. And then, and you're able to go right to sleep. I think that it was one of the most valuable tips I ever got because that's when I tend to remember the things I've forgotten um, is when I'm going to bed at night. So, but mm-hmm. you're right. We should be doing that all the time um, as far yes. as putting pen to paper. And I think it works better than actually typing out something when we're at or. so what I've, I've heard that it's better to actually physically write than type.
1: Yes, absolutely. Because um There's a different feeling and emotion with writing than typing, and not only that, but you have the um, blue lighting from computers and technology that just creates uh, a numbness within the brain and the connection. There's just loss of connection in that, Um, and it's it's just a better connection with mind and body when it's a physical movement or a stroke of a pen or um, a pencil. It's just a different feeling, a better connection with self. Yeah.
0: And neural it's probably some neurological something too. So
1: yes. We interfa- Neuroscience <laughs> is, is a beautiful thing. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I just know a little bit <laughs> about that, but I can see that. So what is your favorite part of working with corporate employees or any of your clients?
1: Mm, I'll have to say the favorite part is when we're working together and I can see that moment, that change in them and they get it. They work it because it's not, it's not a it's not something that you can take with a pill. You have to walk the journey. You you take every step, one step at a time. And it's like a light switch. It just will, it will click all of a sudden. It's like, well, now wait a minute. If I can do this, then this will get better. And then the next step will get better and it will get easier or less stressful for me. And the number one thing I would say I always tell my clients and we always work on is creating boundaries. Oh, creating boundaries are life. They empower you and embracing that is it can be tough at first, but it's well worth it. Hmm.
0: I can see that I'm, I'm someone who's had to work on boundaries and I still am. Um, I think it depends on how, you know, what kind of parenting we had as well. If we were allowed to have boundaries or if they, mm-hmm. we, they were not, we were not allowed to have boundaries. So I'm still working on that. <laughs> and that's areas. okay.
1: And, And boundaries are actually a lifelong journey. It's not just something that we can say, okay, I've reached a boundary onto the next. Again, there are going to be a lot of changes in our lives and we have to respond to them and not react to them. Because reactionary behaviors are creating lack of boundaries, Mm. responding, pausing. And then pausing for that time to allow our thoughts to formulate and cultivate. And then moving forward and responding is how we create those boundaries. Because reactionary, we're just going based off of what the outside world, the external world has brought to us. But if we can bring pause to the situation, first cultivate that to give us time to you know take a few deep breaths and get in that parasympathetic state state of relaxation so we can focus and the mind isn't overpowered then we can move into okay this doesn't make me feel good this is interrupting my behavior in some way that isn't productive for me or my goals or my life. And then you create that boundary with the, with a relationship or, or um, environment that is not um, leading to happiness or creating a positive path in your life.
0: I love that. And I know that for myself, I have a lot more joy and contentment and satisfaction when I don't react. And I take some time to not be in that emotional state to get out of it and be able to think more logically. And I know it certainly has helped me anytime I'm reactive. I'm either embarrassed or I feel like I've overreacted. Um, And so it's just not when you let your emotions, it's basically letting your emotions take over instead of being thoughtful about a response. And so I've, that is another area I've had to work on (laughs) because when I would, I would react, it was, it was, it was never a good
1: thing. (laughs) Yeah. I I can definitely attest to that is uh, early on in my career, in my life, I was so reactionary. I thought the world was just, you know, the world didn't get it. And, you know, I was trying to literally get the world to conform to me and it just, doesn't it, it? It's in such a um, immature emotional well-being way that we have to understand that in order for the world to work in our favor, we have to create the change within ourselves and moving forward that way because I used to be oh I'm not going to change why do I need to change they need to change <laughs> have you ever had that experience before <laughs> I hope I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh no oh no I think and I think
0: that's a maturity issue it's a definitely um because really the only thing we can change is ourselves. We're, we're not in control of most of everything else and change. It ha- you have to accept change, whether you like it or not, it's coming. Um, every day, nothing is ever the same. And um, I heard this once. The greatest sign of immaturity is not expecting change. And so
1: mm, um, yes.
0: that's what you made me think of and what you've just shared. It is, we have to learn to take responsibility for our own thoughts and feelings and managing them because how we interact with the rest of the world and everyone in it um, is our responsibility. So, mm-hmm. and I've noticed as I change and work on myself, it actually changes the way
1: people react to me. And that's been very empowering. Yeah. And that's a, part of, that's a part of the boundaries because we teach people how to be in relation with us when we yes. create those boundaries, which is so important. Yes. Yeah. It impacts all our relationships. Well,
0: okay. Well, what would you give as advice for listeners who realize they need to manage their stress and are out of control with their health and their lives?
1: Hmm. First things first is stop the madness. (laughs) (laughs) Stop the madness. It is uh, priority number one to recognize that change is inevitable. And managing that through our relationships, through our work environments, Is key. And, you know, especially within the last year with COVID and everything that has been going on, the, you know, the stock market, we have to create an environment of um, stability and chaos. And I know that can be difficult. But you have to start out small and that's going to start with self. Take a look around you and identify what is giving you the most angst. What is that? How can you not control it, but how can you create within yourself a calming so that you can take the steps to move forward that is I would say a key part and critical of uh, the situation
0: good advice (laughs) because there's always some level of chaos (laughs) absolutely notice it or not it doesn't matter there's always a level of chaos in our lives Um, Yeah, seems more than usual with with the pandemic and COVID and vaccines and the news. And (laughs) I think we've all gotten slowed down to the point where we where we see it more. I don't know. Um, I think it was always there, but I certainly never saw it to the level I see it now. Um, Sort of forces you to grow or shrink. You'll
1: either grow or shrink and you have a choice. Absolutely. Like I tell my clients is managing and knowing how to stay calm in the chaos is, is what our focus is, is going to be. And I actually uh, wrote an ebook called Calm, which deals with, you know, those circumstances that come up in our lives and how do we get through it, creating those tools so that when we recognize things are chaotic or, um, at a level that is um, over the top that we can grab those tools that, that we've um, discovered or have in our toolbox. We can reach for those and help us find the path of moving forward. And, you know, whether it's zigzagging one way or doing something different, so that we're not stuck in that chaos of or that loop of craze and inconsistency and, and um, a pattern that's not positive or productive. Yeah, you're
0: making me think of being really spun up and not being able to get out of that. And so you help people with tools to get out of that spun up mode. Yes. Perfect. Can you share with us your programs you mentioned your ebook um, that you offer and how people can find you? And I want you to talk about your Facebook group as well called Namaste Nightcap.
1: Uh, yes. Um, so I'll start with um, where you can find me uh, on my website. It is www the Letter in Joy mind body and soul.com and like we've talked about literally throughout um our discussion is um finding our stability finding our foundation is is the way i i would identify um dealing with all of this, our emotional well-being, which is our foundation. And I have created a program called AAA Saves the Day. So the AAA stands for Awareness, Alignment, and Action. And if you think about it, that we deal with that on a daily basis, but... Again, we're not present enough to recognize. And some of us don't even deal with it every single day. We kind of stuff it down under or just ignore it. And so, um, AAA saves a day literally helps reframe the mind to get out of that negative way and um, focus on the positive really beginning your day in that positive mindset. So that way you have the tools to deal with any reactionary things that come up in your life every single day. And then um, I also have some, um, some freebie tools uh, that can help, quick tips that can help you on the website that deal with reducing stress. And uh, Namaste Nightcap is something I created a year ago during the pandemic craze to help those at the end of the day to unwind and help us with depression and sadness or any type of anxiety that we're feeling. So we go, we begin with breath work. And again, I will always go back to the breath, being a yoga teacher Mm -hmm. and also a holistic health practitioner is something very simple that um, can literally get us out of that fight or flight into a relaxation relaxation state of mind. And so we begin with breath work, then we move into uh, a gentle flow, nothing strenuous or crazy, but really stretching the muscles and, and releasing some of that tension that we experience since we're all most likely sitting at a desk and typing on the computer. And then we slow it down and we go into Shavasana. So that's the state of relaxation. We're literally, we're just softly listening to music, but we're all present and just unwinding from any craziness or hectic, hecticness through the day. So those are just some of the ways that I um, work with the public or clients and ways that you can reach me to help bring um help reclaim your life, help reclaim your health and navigate this, this new, I'm not going to call it new normal because it, it's, there's nothing normal about it. <laughs> so, um, just a new way of existing. Well, a new way of living. Cause I really don't like the word existing either, because it, it, to me, it's almost like feeling stuck. So just mm. a new way of living. Mm.
0: And I will include a link to your website as well as your Facebook group. If that's okay, I'll put that in the show notes, the Namaste Nightcap. I know I've enjoyed that a few times, including once getting off a plane and going into a hotel room. I opened <laughs> up my laptop and you were going live in, in uh, Namaste Nightcap and it was perfect. So
1: <laughs> oh, you very great.
0: calming. So those of you that are listening, if you can hear Joy's voice, she sounds like that. And it's very soothing um to to do that with her. Um, and if you miss it, it's recorded. It stays inside the group. So you can play it before you go to bed. Um, absolutely lovely. So is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? As far as I know you're, you know, you you studied a lot of things, um, not just yoga, you studied nutrition. Um is there anything you want to share with listeners that will help them age well and keep moving? Um I love that you have on your Facebook page, and I'm jumping a little bit, but you have live life and value and protect your peace. So that was something I wanted to mention as this just a powerful phrase: live life and value and protect your peace. So, in in that vein, um,
1: do you have anything to share with us for aging well? Mm, yes, um, putting yourself first and recognizing that. Your emotional well-being is not a treatment. It is a healing process. And um, I like to, I learn in acronyms, but I also like to teach in acronyms. So I will leave you with the acronym of HEAL. And so the H stands for honor. So it's about honoring yourself and recognizing that you are important. Place the value on yourself instead of outside of you. The E is for embrace. Embrace the present moment. Recognize that there will be changes and that you have to be willing to do the work to enjoy the fruits of your labor. And then A is align. Align with those things that are going to be positive in your life and look at those things that are negative and decide whether there can be change that is addressed and you can move forward or if you need to let it go. And the last is the word or the letter L and that is live. Live your best life. Don't let it pass you by. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Of course.
0: And thank you again for your time today. It was lovely getting to interview you. And um, yeah, and for listeners, if you're enjoying this, please subscribe, uh, post a review, and um, reach out to Joy if she can help you find your joy and uh, get out of the chaos of the moment. So thank you again for being with us.
1: Thank you, Heidi. Thank you for your time. I love your work and uh, we need to do lunch soon. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) Thanks for tuning into this
0: episode. If you enjoyed it, I hope you share it and click the subscribe button so you don't miss future episodes. See you on the next one. Oh,